wish everyone could see your video because I don't know what the hell you're doing. Dancing. I just want to dance for you. I imagine it's across, um, it's in front of our um, intro music as well. I'm just trying to bring some energy. Content catch up. Hello everyone and welcome to the third episode of the Content Catch-Up. Thanks for tuning in for episodes ones and two, um, one and two rather. Um, it's been great to hear some of your feedback coming through and we're, we're really stoked. My name is Julian. That's Michael on the other side, Barks, as he's more affectionately known as. How are you, Barks? Great, thank you. And good point because it's it's been good to see some of the people get around launching of the socials and everything. So good on you out there. But no, I'm good. How you going? Yeah, going well. Um, I think we're talking off off camera for a little bit. Off camera, that's so fancy. Um, just watching a bit of the NBA. The Celtics got up, which made me pretty happy. I don't know what the Clippers have been doing, so I haven't been following them that closely. The Clippers are a bit funny. They're, they're if anyone not into the basketball, they've formed a super team, so they're probably expected to win. But um, no, they're probably going to take their series tomorrow, hopefully. But what else is around sport? NFL just NFL's started, back. It? Yes. Oh, my God. That means... That means more to you than me, but I think, I think I'm going to use this as an excuse to get into the NFL a bit, I think, hopefully. Oh, there, was a, there was a good game, opening game, um, Kansas City v. the Texans on Thursday here or Friday morning here, sorry. Um, we're obviously one episode ahead of what you're listening to, so it was probably two weeks ago. But That's all right. Um, Quit the rambling. I'm not rambling. I'm just trying to explain <laughs> to people what is going on. Do you want me to um, dance again? Yeah. No, no, no. Kansas, um, they they won last year, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, Super Bowl champions. So they had their like big flag reveal. Um, obviously, the NFL going through something similar to what the AFL is in that um, there's no fans. But I think Kansas had around sixteen thousand fans allowed in their stadium. Um, yeah, so there's a bit of atmosphere. Uh, Kansas got the job done. Probably look at the content from the NFL opening round a bit more next week. I reckon. I think that's going to be my content. Just putting it out there. Um, once all the the games are done anyway yeah. no <laughs> uh, um, Bucks, you'll, yeah, you'll batter I, up i'm going to kick us off this week my one what i saw um it's not a physical example we don't see it but basically i saw it during the week of saints so we're going to go home i haven't we haven't done the afl example i don't think but no. um Simply every week for AFL, every team needs to post a team selection. So they just let their members all read out um, the line-by-line team selection. So that reminded me of what the Phoenix Suns did with, um, you know, how they let their kids or the kids of the players and family members read out the um, introduction, like on the big screen. Yeah. So it just got me thinking of um, how during COVID the teams have sort of adjusted to include the members and fans. And I guess that made me think to the wider point of um, playing sport versus not um, during COVID. So um, do you remember when I guess all this started becoming very real for everyone and it didn't look like any sport legs would go ahead, but then I guess AFL, NBA made the decision to actually go on with it. And you saw a lot online about, um, it's not being worth it. Um, it's just sport. Um, I wanted to ask you as a bit of a theme, what, where was your head trying to remove yourself from um, your position in our roles as jobs, but where was your head at in, were you on the side of it's worth going to all this effort to play sport or were you on the side of let's just let it 
go. Like it's not that important. It's more important for people to stick with their families. Or did you not have a side? No, I think I was definitely on the side that um, it's important to play sport. Um, Selfishly, I mean, it's my job. If if we hadn't played sport, and sorry, I know you just said removing yourself from it, but if we this season hadn't gone ahead, the reality of it is that you and I wouldn't have had a job um, to come back to. But then removing it back, I've gotten so much enjoyment from being able to well, like, well, you're locked down or whatever to be able to switch on to at least two different sports at any given time. Like, especially um, when the NBA came back and that gave like that fresh, oh, there's something different. It's not just AFL. Um, there's cricket on at the moment. There's, I think there was just the US Open just finished up. There was tennis. It, it seems selfish because, you know, you are putting a stress on health resources around the world because you know what happens if there's an outbreak amongst a team and then there's all of a sudden you know 45 plus people that have COVID it's like but like if you don't do that like there's so many people that are impacted like people lose their jobs number one broadcasters um people that work at tv networks journalists already you're seeing like by not having people in stadiums how many people have lost their jobs through hospitality as well like it's not even people just going to a game. It's the bars around the, the ground that are full when there's sport on. Um, people going out and enjoying that. Security at the stadium, cleaners at the stadium. All these like yeah. small flow-on effects that are important. Um, even like you're looking at them being up in hubs, right? Everyone that's in a hub is in a hotel, which means that there's people now working in the hotel that previously, you know, during this time wouldn't have had work because travel's locked down. Um, yeah. That, well, that, that's, that's sort of what I want to, that's what I wanted to talk about. Cause not only jobs, but um, you touched on it before of being able to switch on to sport and it's, it's essentially the only outlet a lot of people have. So we're all sitting at home. Not some of us don't have jobs. Some of us are lucky enough to have jobs. The kids are at home, yeah. not at school. Um, there's all this talk about, everyone knows that people are lacking with motivation and are you okay day just passed. So like that mental side of things and um, just seeing like the pure enjoyment of those members, even in the Saints fans video that they feel connected to a sport team. Um, we posted one during the week of Matthew Cottrell, his goal celebration yeah. and um, that little, that little ginger kid doing the celebration next to it. And that was just, that made my week and I'm sure it made a lot of people's week, but that, was a perfect example of why sport is so important right now. And it's not just, it's not just about, um, I guess the hassle and how much effort it is to keep the leagues going, but it's something for people to switch off from COVID and what's actually happening. And um, just seeing the enjoyment they have from following the league and the excitement. And I think when it first started, I did understand the point of maybe it is too much effort and it's probably not worth the risk of, yeah, the breakouts in the hubs or, missing families like family is more important but yeah it was just a couple of things I saw during the week that I'm like sport is a great outlet for everyone right now absolutely I guess a follow-up question from that do you think it's become going to become more normal that um, sport teams around the world are going to try and integrate fans like this like or is this going to kind of disappear as soon as COVID's over I reckon, I mean, because let's be realist about it, it won't be over for a while. I think we'll keep yeah. seeing creative ways that teams actually incorporate fans, like the 
even just seeing the excitement of kids fans on the the NBA virtual uh, backgrounds of games like they have to sort of find ways to include people and especially kids and that's going to make their day that's going to make their week so it'll be interesting to see what even the NFL like obviously you can't have or you said some of the some fans are there but they can't have fans it'd be too big to have virtual fans like on a board or anything like AFL I I think it's a good thing I think why why not using the St Kilda example involve the members in something like that I mean it's not hurting anyone really like sure it's a little bit of extra work here and there but the impact for members who have stood by and this sounds really PRE and media managed but like um for members who have like given up cash during this time when they're not earning a lot of money or they're not really getting anything they don't get to go to the games you've got to give something back but maybe this is something different you do maybe this is like all right um as part of your digital membership you're actually going to be a part of team selection or you'll get a a spot on the big screen or like some people might froth that oh you just don't know Exactly. Or like work it into like a weekly piece of your, a weekly segment that you get, you get to feature on this segment um, every week. And and my main thing that I think about is it's not hard from our point of view or from the team's no. point of view, it's not hard to reach out to get someone to read out a team selection. Exactly. Or even if you want to go down the other path and uh, from a, a safety point of view, you just get everyone to read out one name similar to the Suns example, you just piece it all together. Like it's, yeah, it's annoying, but um, team selection is annoying anyway. You may as well, <laughs> you may as well yeah. do it. Yeah, but that, that's that's what I had for this week. I think um, well done, Saints. Well done, Suns again. Suns, we've got two of ours. We might as well make them our content catch-up team, I reckon. Are you, um, are you just trying to get in, infiltrate the Suns content team and try and get them on the show or something? Is that the, the sneaky well, I mean, calling them out I, every week? I did see you saw that I stalked him on Twitter and shouted him out. So one of them, one of them said thanks. So I mean, that's, that's what you gotta do. You gotta find these avenues, right? <laughs> Newest son's biggest fan, ultra fan. <laughs> did you say I was Clippers fan before? That, that, that was wrong. I don't know what you are. <laughs> I was kidding. I am Clippers fan, but anyway, um, yeah. mine. So I wanna. I'm gonna share my screen in a second, but my bit of content this week ties into your son's example um, and what we were talking about in episode one, which is now available on Spotify and Apple in that. Remember when we were talking about like, imagine if a team just came out and we're like, Oh fuck, we're losing. How are we going to tweet this game? Yeah. I've got an example for you. (laughs) So um, This is from the Miami Marlins who are an MLB team. Um, obviously, the MLB is also still going, but in a bubble situation. Um, big shout out to my friend, uh, Kinga, who actually brought this to my attention because it's it's actually fucking hilarious. Um, okay, so background to this. Miami were actually getting flogged. I think they lost 29 to 9. Probably, I don't know a lot about baseball, but um, I know that's a massive score. They've got a really quirky personality, very like... Phoenix Suns in the bubble, but they do it all the time. It's it's actually a Ripper account if you ever want to have a look at it. But they they tweeted this um, like a, a fake text from the MLB, <laughs> and then you just have a look at some of the replies here. 
the Detroit Tigers, obviously another team. And they're just like having all these conversations with other teams. Um, <laughs> this one's pretty funny. Why do you have so many unread texts? Players asking for trades out of Miami. <laughs> <laughs> and just uh, to clarify, that wasn't their reply. No, that was their reply. I think, I, I reckon, like, you've got to be quite, um, like, you've got to have the ability to disconnect from your yeah. team to do this sort of stuff because there'd be, there'd be a few people behind the accounts that would struggle to find the humour in it, like, especially yeah. if these, these guys were, it was self-inflicted. Absolutely. Um, it goes to what we talked about as well. It's probably a little bit of a rehash of some of the stuff we said, but if you have this personality in your brand or your, your social media account anyway, um, it, it's easier to, for your fans to know, all right, like we're not really coming here for legitimate updates. We're coming here for a good time. But it, it ties in because I think with the Suns, they were winning all the time. And then we were saying, oh, yeah. what would happen if it loses? I mean, especially now, sports is sport. Like, if it's yeah. just a result of a game, then it's good that they can just make a joke out of it rather than harping on about it. And then angry fan here um, and how they've dealt with it. Fan, angry fan, that seals the deal. I'm no longer an, a Marlins fan. This team is a pure and utter embarrassment to the city of Miami. I officially will not be renewing my plan next season, nor will I watch on TV ever again. I'm going to the, I'm going to the Reds where they know how to run a baseball team. Stop. Copy pasting us. Cop- copy pasta. Because, like, rather than just be like, oh, sorry, you feel that way or ignoring it, they've just gone back to them and be like, that's what we said. We don't want to follow uh, this team either. I'll, I always think, like, that what we talked about with the Suns example too, like the backlash <laughs> is going to come to you're not taking it serious enough. Yeah. Like people ride, ride and die with these results. They do, but I, you're right. Like, in a year like this year, if you can't see the fun in some stuff, and this is the game we're going to talk about where like you've got to separate the social media person from the actual performance yeah. of the team. It's not like old mate who's tweeting this game is out there slugging balls yeah. or like pitching or like <laughs> catching balls in the outfield either. They're just right. That's, that's what I've never understood. Why? What do people get out of um, saying something to the person behind the count? Like they might be a bit silly or eggs if you will but yeah. then you got to know that the person behind the field is not the the star of the team out there like what's that going to achieve i just like not to get too heavy but this comes a lot to like um i don't know like looking after the mental health of like people who are behind these accounts as well and you know it does get a bit heavy sometimes you're reading through all these shit comments and you're like well mm. I'm just here doing my job. Uh, we talked yeah. about it in my egg of the week last week, but yeah, it's just, it's shit like people are just keyboard warriors and it's just not a great yeah. time. It's shit, but it's almost like a, a skill you've got to have as part of the, yeah. the manager of the social media, the person behind the account. Like it's, there's things that's going to happen. So it's going to have to be a skill or something that you learn to do to just find a way to not take it personally. Cause it's not, everyone knows it's not personal. It's just that, People love sports too much. Maybe they just get way too into it. Absolutely. Um, which is where I think like this Miami example, they've separated themselves so far that they've got that persona of they don't care. Like they'll celebrate the win, but a loss is a loss. Yeah. All right. That's my, um, a bit of fish for my content. Yeah, no, it's, I get it because it's a marlin. Well done.
do you want to tell us about this? Um, so you came to me during the week of something we might be able to introduce as we go starting yeah. this week. But you know, mate, I'm an innovator. I hate, I hate not changing. Anyway, we decided rather than just like talk about content every week, we should start ranking it into a content ladder where we can rank what we've talked about and based on what we, how much we've enjoyed it, how well it was executed and the impact of the overall content. There are three key pillars. I'll do this. So maybe Barks can do some like cool video effects where he like does one enjoyment, two execution, three impact with little dings. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure about that. Jules carry on. Um, anyway, so we're going to rank them all. And then at the end of this season, we're going to try and get in touch with the person behind the content and have them on for a chat. Based on the new content, Barks, I think we should do a little bit of a reshuffle. And yeah, can I cut you off first, Jules? I think we should. I'm gonna. I'm gonna carry on. I'm gonna adjust this as we go on okay. the fly. On I the think. Fly. Like, I think we should um, two separate lists. So you give me your ranking. I know we sort of discussed it before, but give oh. me your ranking, and then I'll give you mine in response. Okay. Um, yeah, that's a good idea. And then we can get two interviews. So recap. Or we can just argue about it. Why do you always want to fight me? <laughs> anyway, go on. Get on with it, Jules. Um, so far, we've spoken <laughs> about uh, Phoenix Suns Twitter game, Nike, Colin Kaepernick, Miami Heat winning memes, the yep. Arsenal look into the people behind the account, so the photographer. You just brought up the St. Kilda membership example. And I just brought up Miami Marlins, how to lose a game. Yes. I'll, yeah. I'll, I want you to go first. Okay. Um, let me just look at the list. Um, so impact, enjoyment, execution. Miami Marlins make it tough. I'm going to rank probably just because it's, it's, it could be because it's mine, but Suns Twitter is going to be number one. Okay. Of course you go with your Purely, purely just because it's um, my, my content yep. and that's it. Um, no. And I'm going to actually put... I think the Nike, sorry, Kaepernick. Kaepernick. I think just because probably I'm an, I'm an AB rat, so I appreciate the way it was put together. Um, <laughs> bigger than sport. I'm always, I'm always for things that are bigger than sport, even though it's sport that we love. Um, Miami Heat final score memes. I love that. that so simple, but it's funny. I'm yep. all for humour. I think, I think I'll leave Arsenal photography after Miami Heat, the memes. Yep. Um, and then St Kilda, actually, no, we'll put the Marlins after that just because it's similar to Suns, but I like that you can take the L. Yeah. Um, and then St Kilda membership, not because it's, I really like it, but I guess it wasn't something too inventive in that we haven't seen it before because I guess the Suns did it first. But that's the start of mine. What's, what, what do you think? All right. I'm going to go Miami Marlins first. Because I think we talk about how you handle a loss and it's just, I, I was in stitches reading that. I think no, I, I, I can appreciate that actually. Um, number two, I'm going to go with Phoenix Suns. I really like that as well. You can tell my kind of thinking. I, I like the, the jokey kind of content a little bit more or they're not too serious. Number three, I think I'm going to go um, the St. Kilda example. Just oh, yeah. because I like it from an engagement point of view. Number four, I'm going to go Colin Kaepernick and the Nike example. 
Uh, number five, I'm going to go Miami Heat winning. Great execution of a otherwise pretty stock standard thing, like winning graphics. Yeah. And the last one, I'm going to give it to the Arsenal photographer. A really good insight into like what um, what people do and why they do it in this industry. We can, uh, we'll make a list and we'll chuck it in our, our link so you can follow through the official standings. Um, any suggestions for a, a trophy name for this segment as well, please pass them on. Yeah, I like it. Sponsors, hope you're listening. Um, anyway, on to what time is it, Jules? Uh, can... let, me, let me just check my watch. Egg of the week. It's egg of the week time. <laughs> you're right. So egg of the week, you might not, if you're wondering what it is, you might be tuning in for the first time. So thank you. But egg of the week is from, it's basically social media mistakes or personality that might be a bit silly or comments that um, we might have a laugh at. It's from the Twitter anonymous profile egg. Um, yeah, that's about it. Jules, do you have one? I've got one. I can go straight to mine. But do you have any this week? I've got a small one. Um, Start with yours, I reckon. Yeah. So mine's just a small one. It's, I was looking through the the comments on um, someone's social media, one of the team's social media profiles um, after a loss and some egg forgot to log out of their company's official Instagram. I won't name the company before, but they then went on to slam, not angry about them (laughs) slamming them in the loss. I'm just angry that they couldn't find the log out button and then after that, couldn't find the delete button to make themselves look professional. Egg. That's that's unbelievable. I don't. I'm assuming it's quite a big name or big company as well. I, it's yeah. not a big company. It's like a probably a small, small little oh. baby company, but still. Egg. Even so, find that delete button out there. It's um, not hard. It's not hard. Egg. Egg. I've got two. So initially, this one this one hurts me. If you know if you know a bit about me, you know I love LeBron. I think I've made mention that he's my father on a couple of times to you, Jules. So gives you a bit of insight into it. But LeBron was going to be my egg of the week. LeBron, your man. LeBron James. Taco Tuesday. <laughs> Not for that. But seeing as this just started from social media game or things we're seeing on social media, have you, do you pay attention to, do you follow LeBron and do you pay attention to his captions? I don't like LeBron James. You know that. So no, I don't follow him. I thought that might be a reason you might actually jump on and follow it. But anyway, I love it and I respect it, but he's such a dad on, um, <laughs> your dad on captions my dad but he's literally he's such a corny dad and he absolutely owns it like i love that the best player in the world or by some people's always one of the best players um ever in the game but he's such a dad so latest latest game he had a really nice dunk and i'll read out his caption just to give him insight into what it's like go go gadget calf muscle exclamation mark tags his teammate that send him the that pass it to him trying to send me to the roof lol i don't mind one bit five emojis hashtag the kid from a the kid from akron he's, he's uh, <laughs> he, that? that's what he's like though and he, he'll he'll if you scroll i want you to scroll his instagram after we get off this but he he posts like he's a fan page of himself and absolutely owns it because <laughs> he's a he's an egomaniac or he just knows what appeals to the kids but yeah the kids. <laughs> well, it, Anyway, that's go on, egg. Give him an egg. 
his neck. Thank you. That's it. Um, it hurts, but it's it. My my other one that I wanted that was more. Um, um, Have we ever spoken about you bringing two eggs to the table? I'm I'm personally more eggs the better, right? All right, yeah, go for it. You could say I'm outdoing you. That's pretty selfish. Yeah. So my biggest egg of the week is a reporter. All right, my biggest egg of the week though, apart from LeBron, is I'll share the screen. But reporter in the US for again NBA example, but um, they do all their interviews post game via Zoom as most of us would. But um, background: Celt- your Celtics beat the Raptors. Pascal Siakam is one of the better players for Toronto, and he had an absolute garbage series. So basically a lot of people think his play cost them maybe the series, even though Celtics might have won anyway, but Pascal Siakam played terribly and listen to how the reporter handled this. I think it's terrific, but you're a bit of an egg. Um, Here we go. Let's see if you can hear it. Yeah. Oh, and just before we do this um, screen share, this is my Twitter. So if anyone wants to follow, God. God, you love yourself. All right, let's listen to it. Hey, Pascal. Um, how does it feel to uh, to feel responsible for, for this outcome? <laughs> <laughs> what, what, how does it feel to be responsible for this outcome? Yeah, <laughs> just straight <That's> through. <laughs> <laughs> Look, surely you'd ask, like, how do you think your play impacted it? But no, yeah. she just goes straight to the, the blunt nature of your fault. How does it feel? I love it. I don't know. No, nah, I didn't say who it was, but whoever that reporter it is. Yes. But also, what a way to get your name out there if you're not known. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Good it, on can, it. Can you imagine if it was um, J.R. Smith that stuffed uh, the Cavs like a few years ago where he didn't take the shot? Uh, yeah, he, yeah, he didn't know the time, how much time was there. Yeah, can you imagine if the journal, that journalist came out and was like, uh, how does it feel? <laughs> to uh, yeah. just cost the championship. Good point. I'm all for it. That would have been an interesting question. Yeah, I rate it as well. Yeah, good one. That's a good egg. Two eggs. Thank you. Thank you. Feeling very full after that. A lot of protein. That's, that's funny. All right. Are we done? Yeah, I think we're done. Okay, guys, wrap it up. All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Content Catch-Up. We appreciate it. Uh, Jules, thank you for uh, your dancing. I don't know what you're doing, but thank you for doing what you do and make sure you check out those socials this week. We're going to continue to uh, post the best snippets on Instagram and Twitter at Content Catch Up. And then, of course, Wednesday is going to probably be the day that will be the podcast day, new episode day. Um, so that'll go on Spotify and Apple every Wednesday. Um, and then to see our faces and actually see the examples we're talking about, head to that YouTube because Jules, it's got one subscriber at the moment. Is it us? It's me. But oh. look, so we've got to keep going. Is that always up? Hey, just a, a big thanks to everyone that's tuned in so far. I know we said it earlier, but really appreciating time you're giving to this. Hopefully we're going to get better. Always hit us up with suggestions. Be brutal. Yeah. Even if you have examples during the week that you'd like us to, obviously this will. This is an ideal world where people will actually send in the um, content that we talk about. But if you do, if you're one of our 50 followers in a minute, if you see something and you want us to talk about it, send it through. Don't knock the 50 followers, mate. Like, when, Jesus, 
Jesus only had 12 followers when he started, so. Wow, add that in there. Yeah, you're right. I was just just sort of talking and then it came out. Thanks, everyone.